Chapter number five. This chapter discusses Esther risks her life. Now it came to pass on the third day, Esther donned royalty and stood in the inner courtyard of the king's palace, facing the king's palace, while the king was sitting on his royal throne in the royal palace, facing the entrance of the palace. When the king noticed Queen Esther standing in the courtyard, she found favor in his eyes. The king extended to Esther the gold scepter that was in his hand, and Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. The king said to her, What is it for you, O Queen Esther? And what is your petition? Even if it be until half the kingdom shall be granted to you. This is seemingly something which you're supposed to be wowed about, the fact that the king Ahasuerus offered half of his kingdom to Esther, Gemara tells us, the Talmud says that this is quite a joke, that he tells his queen, I'll give you only half of my kingdom. Someone is, should be willing and ready to give up for his queen, for his wife specifically, specifically in general for his wife and more specifically for a queen, every, his entire kingdom. Anyway, <clears throat> Esther said, if it please the king, let the king come today to the banquet that I have prepared for him. In the Hebrew text, when um, if you look inside the actual Megillah, you'll see that the first letter of each one of these words that the king and Haman come today ha- are the first. Each what each letter has the first is the each word ha- the first letter of each word. Excuse me, the first letter of each word has the name is the name of Hashem Yud, a hey above, and then afterwards follows another hey. Therefore, the Balkhirah, the person who reads this, the Megillah, has to read them all in one breath. Anyway, Esther invites Haman and, and the king to the party, a banquet that she would prepare for them. Then the king commanded, Haste and Haman to fulfill Esther's word. So the king and Haman came to the banquet that Esther had prepared. The king said to Esther during the wine feast, What is your request? It shall be granted to you. And what is your petition? Even if it be until half the kingdom, it shall be fulfilled. So Esther responded and said, My request and my petition, if I have found favor in the king's eyes, and if it pleases the king to grant my request, to fulfill my petition, let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I shall prepare for them, and tomorrow I shall, I shall fulfill the king's word. <clears throat> that day, Haman went out joyfully and exuberant. But when Haman noticed Mordechai in the king's gate, and that he did not stand up and did not stir before him, Haman was filled with wrath at Mordechai. Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself and went home. He sent and summoned his friends and his wife, Zeresh. Haman recounted to them the glory of his wealth and of his many sons, and all the ways in which the king had promoted him and elevated him above the officials and royal servants. Haman said, Moreover, Queen Esther brought no one but myself to accompany the king to the banquet that she had prepared, and tomorrow too I am invited by her, along with the king. Yet all this is worth nothing to me, so long as is, as I see Mordechai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. So, we know, generally, when somebody says this, they're alluding to one specific item, one specific thing that they are pointing at or showing us. And therefore, the Gemara tells us, when Haman says that all this is worthless to me, he was showing, um, like sort of a bank, a bank statement, like all his wealth that sat on his neck, and it was that he wore on his neck all the time. Um, 
which was like a scroll put inside the idol which he wore around his neck. Anyway, so his wife Zeresh, as well as all his friends, said to him, Let them make a gallows, fifty cubits high, and in the morning speak to the king and have them hang Mordechai on it. Then accompany the king to the banquet in good spirits. This suggestion pleased Haman, and he had the gallows made.